today. Amen. Yes, ma'am. blessing this morning. I praise God for that. Luke chapter number 9 if you'll stand with us and uh, thank you so much for being in God's house. I appreciate that good song Jesus is wonderful to know. And brother Danny did not know what I was preaching on and I didn't know what he was going to sing. Didn't even know who would sing this morning. But I'm preaching on the wonder of wonders and he sung Jesus is wonderful to know. And I don't think that's an accident this morning. Uh, just a little thought I got out of this uh, passage of Scripture here out of Luke chapter number 9 uh, this morning and just had it on my heart. And so uh, I want to preach it this morning, just a little sermon. But I'll tell you, it, it'll have a good message to help us today. Luke chapter 9 and verse number 43. The Bible says, And they were all amazed at the mighty power of God. But while they wondered, everyone at all things which Jesus did, he said unto his disciples, Let these things sink down into your ears, for the Son of Man shall be delivered into the hands of men. But they understood not this saying, and he was hid from them, that they perceived it not, and they feared to ask of him of that saying. Father, Lord, I do want to thank you this morning. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for the grace of God that bringeth salvation that's appeared to all men. Lord, I thank you this morning for the choir singing and the special uh, singing this morning, how we've been reminded that you are wonderful to know. And I pray now that you'll move on hearts, save sinners, reclaim backsliders. God, I pray you draw us closer to you. And for what you do this morning, we'll love you, we'll praise you, and we'll thank you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. You know, the Bible says in Isaiah chapter number 9 that he shall be called Wonderful. Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. And at his birth, when the shepherds came and declared what the angels had spoke to them, the Bible said that they did wonder at the sayings of the shepherds. And everything about Jesus is wonderful. Amen. I'm telling you, if you go from Bethlehem's manger to uh, Calvary all the way to the tomb to the ascension there on the mountain that day, everything about our Lord's life is wonderful. His words are wonderful. And His witness is wonderful. And His way is wonderful. His disciples is wonderful. All the miracles are wonderful. His sermons, His preaching, and His teaching, and His healing is wonderful. There's not a thing about Jesus that is not wonderful this morning. And when we come to verse number 43, we notice the Christ here. As the Bible said that they were all amazed at the mighty power of God, but while they wondered, every one at all things which Jesus did. You know what I like about verse number 43 is the Christ. Jesus is in the midst. Uh, and so we see the Christ in verse 43. And then we see Calvary in verse 44 when Jesus said, For the Son of Man shall be delivered 
delivered into the hands of, of men. Uh, Jesus is talking about the cross and I remind you that as wonderful as his life was and as wonderful as his healing and his preaching and his teaching was, he came to this world not to heal the lame and not to open the eyes of the blind but in Luke chapter 19 and verse number 10 he said for the son of man is come to seek and to save that which is lost. Amen. And Jesus was born to die from the beginning. He came into this world uh, to give himself a ransom for many. And so we see the Christ and we see uh, Calvary and we see the confusion in verse 45. But they understood not this saying. You know how blessed we are today uh, when Christ came into this world? Uh, there was a lot of things about the ministry and the preaching and the life of Jesus that they did not understand. But today we have a full canon of the scriptures. And today we have the full, we have the gospel message. And you and I have the privilege and the opportunity uh, to open the word of God and to have full understanding and knowledge, not only of Calvary and not only what Jesus did then, but what he's doing right now today. And when I think about that this morning, I would have to say that is wonderful. Amen. Uh, because when you come to this text, notice in verse 43, the Bible says, and they were all amazed. I wrote beside that verse there that they all stood amazed in the presence of Jesus the Nazarene. Amen. Do you realize anyone that ever stood in his presence, that's how they stood. They stood amazed. Amen. I'm telling you, his life, his, his words, everything that he did was amazing. And especially here, Jesus has just showed his power over demons and over devils uh, and those that witnessed the power of God that day they were amazed amen a lot of things is wonderful in this text about Christ. Uh, I see here uh, that they wondered and they were amazed at the power of God. As the Bible said that they were all amazed at the mighty power of God. You know, that's what we need in our churches today. We need the power of God. Amen. We don't need more plans and we don't need more programs and we don't need more promotions. Uh, I'm not against all those things if they're in the right, kept in the rightful place. Uh, but I'm telling you what we desperately need when we, every time we come to church and what we need to be looking for and what we need to be excited about is the power of God working and moving in our midst. Uh, that's what we can't live without. We can live without all the other functions and all the other fellowships uh, and all the other things that goes along. Uh, but we need his presence and we need his power. Amen. And they were amazed at the wonder of wonders. They were amazed at his power and then they was amazed at his person amen because the Bible says and they were all amazed at the power of God but while they wondered everyone and all things notice this which Jesus did amen the wonder in this text uh, is all about Christ uh, and I think that's important to know that it, they were not amazed at the disciples uh, but they were amazed uh, at Jesus Christ uh, I'll tell you tonight or this 
this morning. It's not about me and it's not about you, but it is about him. It's about making much of Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, listen, John said I must decrease and he must increase. Uh, uh, we must be small, uh, but we must make much of Jesus. Uh, uh, the wonder of all wonders. Uh, it's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. It's the greatest thing that ever happened to you. Uh, the day that you met Jesus Christ uh, is the greatest day of your life. Amen. And I think about that they were amazed at his power. They were amazed at his person. There was no, there's never been anyone like Jesus. Well, when I think about this morning, the compassion of Christ. When I think about the love of Christ, no one has ever showed compassion or love like Jesus Christ. No one has ever showed mercy. I think about blind Bartimaeus when he was sat by the roadside, roadside uh, 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 begging. The Bible said that he heard uh, that Jesus came by. And he said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. I'm going to tell you, the Bible said that Jesus stood still. I tell you, there's not a lot of things that would stop Jesus dead in his tracks. Uh, uh, but when he heard a sinner crying out for mercy, uh, Jesus stopped along his way and turn to that old sinner. I'm glad for the day, thank God mercy came to my doorstep. I'm glad for the day that Jesus came to where I was. As the songwriter said, when I could not come to where he was, thank God he came to me. And the person of Christ, no one has ever showed mercy like him this morning. And I'm thankful for his mercy and I'm thankful for his compassion and we're thankful for his love this morning. In John chapter 15 and verse 13, Jesus said, Greater love hath no man than this, than a man lay down his life for his friends. We're thankful for the love of God. The songwriter said, The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen can ever tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to the lowest hell. Thank God for his love. Thank God for his mercy. They were amazed at the wonder of wonders, his power and his person. And then his performance. Amen. Because the Bible said here, but while they wondered everyone at all things, which Jesus did. Which Jesus did. I want to tell you the things that Jesus did, no one else could do. What Jesus did, no one else could do for them. I would say this morning what Jesus did for you and what he's done for me, no one else could do. Amen. I'm glad that he knows how when no one else can. I'm glad that he's willing when no one else is. Uh, uh, this morning, Jesus Christ, uh, he knows how to help us regardless of our situation, regardless of what the resource may be, regardless of the need or the answer this morning. I'm amazed at the wonder of wonders. Uh, when I think about his performance, uh, Every time I've ever needed Christ uh, to do something in my life, uh, he's done that and so much more. He's been everything that I've ever needed him to be and so much more. Uh, Paul said, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or that we think this morning. The wonder of wonders. They were amazed at his power. They was amazed at his person. They was amazed at his performance and then... They was amazed at his preaching this morning. Jesus gives them one verse. And look at it this morning. Let these sayings sink down into your ears. Oh, that's what we need to do today. 
For the Son of Man shall be delivered into the hands of men. In other words, Jesus tells them, you saw a great work, you, you saw a great wonder, and you're amazed at what you saw, but you need to be more amazed at what you hear this morning. Can I tell you, I've not seen the eyes of the blind open. I've not seen the dead raised again, and you haven't neither. And anybody that tells you that they have done it or seen it, just mark them down. They've either lost their mind or they got a hold of some bad dope somewhere. Amen. Because you've not seen that and I've not seen that. There's only one that can open the eyes of the blind. He's only one that could raise the dead. And thank God we know him this morning, but we've not seen that. But my friend, I have heard. I may not have seen what they've seen, but thank God with my ears, I'm glad I have heard. Do you realize this morning, God give us something greater than a miracle. He's gave us something greater than seeing the eyes of the blind open or seeing my friend the dead raised again. He's gave us something greater than that. You say, what could that be? That's the word of God this morning. I'm telling you today, we're blessed people to own a copy of the word of God. We're blessed people to come to church on Sunday morning and in freedom and in liberty to be able to sit in the house of God and hear the preaching of the word of God. Jesus brings them down to preaching of the wonder of wonders. He says, here's what you need to do. You need to let what I'm about to tell you sink in your ear. Why would he say that? Because it is the Word of God. You know, when we go to church, we don't need to let anything distract us. Don't let your problems, don't let the pressures of life, don't let the things that you're facing, don't let what you have to do this afternoon or what you think you may have to do this afternoon, don't let anything distract you. Don't let the person beside you or the person behind you. Let it sink in your ears this morning. The wonder of wonders. We, we need to, uh, to love Jesus this morning. Vance Havner said revival is falling in love with Jesus all over again. And certainly that's what we need this morning. We need a fresh look at Calvary. We need a fresh touch from the Savior this morning. We need a new hunger and a new desire. That's what revival is. Uh, when everything is fresh once again and God can and make it fresh. Uh, that's what's amazing about this book is you can read it every single day. I'll tell you, it'll be fresh bread every day you open it up. Uh, God will feed you today with what you need today and he'll give you what you need tomorrow. Amen. I would say this morning that the wonder of wonders, he, my friend, they wondered at his preaching because it was the word of God. And then they wondered at his preaching because it was the will of God this morning. Notice this. For the Son of Man shall be delivered into the hands of men. You know, that was something that they wasn't looking for. That wasn't what they were anticipating. Jesus just showed power over demons. Jesus just showed power over diseases. In their mind, there's nothing that he cannot do. There's nothing that he cannot conquer. Well, if he can conquer a devil, if he can conquer a disease, he can conquer anybody in this world. But Jesus knew what he does. He takes them from that miracle to the word of God, and then he takes them to the will of God. He wants them to know that I'm not here to do my will. I'm not here to do your will. They wanted him to establish a kingdom. 
kingdom. They wanted him to set up a kingdom here on earth. And Jesus said that kingdom's coming, but it's not coming in this hour. This is the hour of darkness. And Jesus said, I want you to know, I'm not here to do my will. I'm here to do the will of him that sent me. Amen. I'm telling you this morning, Calvary was not an accident. It was not an afterthought. It was not a mistake. It was not plan B. But Calvary was in the mind of God and in the mind of our Savior before the foundations of this world. And Calvary was the perfect will of God before Adam fell in the garden, before my friend the devil was kicked out of heaven. God already had a plan. He already had a will because he's God. And he sees the beginning and he sees the end. And he knows everything that's in between. And God, my friend, had his will. Amen. And Jesus said, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me. You know, this morning, what is, what is it today that satisfies us? What is it today that sustains us? That's what meat does. It satisfies, it sustains. Is it the will of God today? I remember talking to a man a few months ago, and I asked this man a question, something that I was needing an answer to for someone else. And he was older and he was wiser, and I said something to him. I said, can you help me? with this is I'm trying to help somebody else and I laid the scenario out before him and here's what he said. He said, well, he said, I can tell you this, preacher. He said, I can tell you that the happiest place that you will ever be on earth is in the center of God's perfect will. And I thought that's a great answer to give to that individual. Tonight or this morning, there's no substitute for the will of God. And Jesus, though the will of God involved a cross and it involved punishment and suffering and pain and agony, being in the center of the will of God, Jesus said, is my me. He took them to the word of God, the will of God. And then I would say his preaching was not only the word of God and the will of God, but it was the work of God. To be in the hands of sinful men was not their work, but it was God's work. If you want to know who crucified Jesus, it was not the mob. It was not the Roman soldiers. But Isaiah 53 said it pleased the Lord to bruise him. I'm telling you, when Jesus hung on the cross, it was not those that yelled out, crucify him, crucify him. It was not the Roman soldiers that, that drove the hands in it, or drove the nails in his hands and in his feet. I'll tell you who it was that crucified Jesus. It was his father and Jesus gave his life and the father gave his son just like Abraham and Isaac went up that mountain that day and just like Abraham took his son and laid him down on that altar that day and drew that knife back. God took his son up that same hillside and hung him on a cross that day and he became the sacrificial lamb the one that Paul, that John said would take away the sins of this world. I want to say this morning that Calvary is the work of God. It was not the devil's work. It was if the devil would have had enough sense to know what was going on, he'd have never let Jesus been crucified. But the bottom line is he couldn't have stopped him. Amen? Because it was God's plan and it was God's will. 
And during those three hours of darkness, God was as much in control at Calvary as he was on the morning of creation when he stood in darkness and he spoke this world into existence. Our God stood at Calvary and through the blackness of that morning or that afternoon, Jesus spoke and he cried out and thank God redemption was purchased that day. You know, God turned the lights on in the dark in Genesis 1 and he turned the lights on in Luke 23 in the dark at Calvary. He did it at creation, but thank God he did it at Calvary. And this morning I would say to you that the wonder of all wonders is that Jesus, our Savior, our Lord, our Master, the mighty power of God was displayed at the cross that day. Where did Jesus take them to in his preaching in this verse? He took them to the cross. And that's where I want to take us to this morning as I close, as Miss Allen comes and gets us a song ready. I want to take you to the very place that Jesus took them to, the foot of the cross. You see, this morning, if you're going to see Jesus for who he is, before you ever see him on the throne, you've got to see him at Calvary. This morning, you need to see him centered for who he is. He is the wonder of wonders. You know what the wonder of all wonders is, the songwriter says? Is that God would die for you and me. Jesus died in our place. And he not only died for me, but thank God he died as me. He died as you. He became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. He took my place at Calvary. And this morning, I praise him for that. We ought to make much of him, shouldn't we? He's worthy to be praised, isn't he? And this morning as we stand, our heads are about eyes are closed as she plays softly. I wonder this morning, do you know Jesus in the free pardon of sin? Hey, sinner, if you died today, would you go to heaven or would you go to hell? Where are you going to spend eternity? You can't run from God. You can run, but you can't hide. And you ought to come this morning if you're not saved. Child of God, if you're backslid, you ought to come this morning. If Jesus was willing to give his life for you and I, you ought to give your life for him. Serve him today. If you're saved, you ought to really serve him. He's been good to you. He's been good to you. And if you're here this morning, maybe you need revival. Why don't you come to the foot of the cross? Why don't you get your eyes on the wonder of wonders? And let him help you this morning while we sing this old hymn. If you need to come, you come this morning.